What's going on, guys? Welcome to another uh, Sailing Duels podcast. I'll get right into this one. Uh, so Darren asks, you've mentioned seeking a couple to be crew on your new boat and have them film and edit so you can free up more time to do other things. Uh, of course, it starts raining as soon as I sit down to do this. Uh, let me go close this thing right here. I'll bring you with me real quick. Uh, it's kind of a rainy day. I've already got most everything closed, but I just want to close this one. Trying to get some ventilation in here because I got a cigar going, but oh come on. Ah, I hate these snaps. They're so annoying. Come on. Sorry. One second. Dang, I hate those snaps. Better way of doing things. Anyway, I do like how this uh, little camera will follow me around wherever I go. But uh anyway, so uh what would be your preferred age range for them to be? I presume they'd be 40 or younger, given the demographic of your videos and the age range of your other crew. Well, cheers, guys. Uh, thanks for joining. All right. Um, yeah. So I think when I get the new boat, I do want to bring on uh, crew to help out with the boat and the filming and the editing. Uh, and it's just more entertaining when you have more people on the boat. Uh, when it's just two of us, uh, you know, it's one person filming the other person. And a lot of times, like when we're pulling up to a dock or getting a mooring or, or anchoring or something like that, you know, there's not a third person to film. Like both of us are doing jobs on the boat that we have to do. So it's hard to actually film and get anything filmed. So that's why I'd like to bring our own crew. As far as demographic for them, age for them, uh, you know, I... I yeah, I mean, I think probably under 40, but I think it's going to be more like, how do you find the right people? Um, I, 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 they don't necessarily need to have sailing experience. I prefer they have some kind of videography experience. Um, you know, they have to be personable and attractive for the people on the videos and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, honestly, we're probably looking at, and then, of course, you know, you know, most 30 something, most, not all, but a lot of 30, I don't, right? 30s and 40s have kids, right? So, I mean, it would probably be you know, late twenties, early thirties or something like that. Um, and then, you know, and then, and then also they'd have to have, uh, well, just the ability to pack up and leave. Right. I mean, like, obviously there'd be some kind of compensation if they're actually doing work. Um, but it's not going to be a lot, you know what I mean? I mean, they're basically getting a free ride on a sailboat, you know? So, I don't know how much it would be. I mean, we're talking, I, I really don't know. It'd, it'd be, it, it would depend on what they can bring to the table, if they can improve the videos and, and if they can, you know, justify their own expense, how much they would earn, uh, doing that. So yeah, I, I think, um, at some point I will probably put out a, uh, request for people to send me, you know, I prefer it to be a couple, right? So a guy and a girl, uh, Hopefully, you know, uh, I just think that works pretty well. Uh, I mean, or just a couple. It can be whatever these days. Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'll probably put out a, you know, like a call for people to send me some uh, videos as, as a, uh, you know, uh, demo videos of there and stuff. I'll probably do that. I, I don't, once I have a solid idea of when and where I'm getting the boat, that'll make a big difference. I think the boat will be, okay, while I'm on that, as my, while I was getting on the boat, I think the boat will be finished in March. So if you don't know, I'm having a 52-foot catamaran built in Thailand. It'll be finished in March. 
Uh, and then it's got to run through this paces and, you know, and, and, you know, it's tool number one, right? So there's probably bugs to work out and all that stuff. So you got to sh shake down sails and things like that. Now then, uh, the original plan, and I don't know what the plan is now. Um, hopefully it's still the same plan, but who knows? I'll kind of get into why. So the original plan was, is, you know, so have it shipped from Thailand to the U S the East coast specifically because of um, the boat shows in the fall, you know, de definitely in the Annapolis boat show. I mean, they could talk me into doing the, uh, uh, the Newport boat show and maybe even the Miami boat show the next spring. Uh, it depends on where I am with the boat. Uh, so we'll see. But the problems now, I mean, it was already going to be expensive. It was already going to be pretty pricey to ship a boat from Thailand because the way you got to go from Thailand is you go down because it's being built on the east side of Thailand, not not the Phuket area. So it's got to go down around Singapore, through uh, Malacca Strait, through the Indian Ocean, through the Suez, through the Med, and then across the Atlantic to the east coast of the U.S. The alternative, uh, I mean, it's probably, that's honestly, it, it's, I don't know which way is faster, probably. I think that's the faster way, though. I really do think that is the faster way, and that's the way most boats are shipped. Because going the other way, you got to go down across Indonesia, across Australia, all the way across the Pacific Ocean, which is a very long way. And then through the Panama Canal, which is another problem we'll get to in a second, through the Caribbean um, up to the East Coast. So I think it's going to be faster to go westwards. Um, and the problem is, is that both of those areas right now, both the Suez and the Panama Canal, uh, are not good places to be. So, I mean, it's not like there's... a I don't know, the Panama Canal is backed up months, two months for people going. So uh, they got to go down around South America to go around uh, or pay a ton of money to skip the line and go through. I think, you know, some of the big cargo vessels, I mean, I think they're paying like a million dollars to skip the line, right? On top of what they would already be charged. So it's crazy. Uh, because the Panama Canal is, uh, they've gone from, like 35 oper 33 operations, something like that, 30 something operations a day, um, you know, transits uh, a day uh, to 24 because they're running out of water because it's a, the locks are filled with fresh, fresh water from the lake there that's, and they haven't had enough rain. So, you know, maybe, maybe the spring rains will bring some more rain and it'll move through there. But then the other problem is, uh, the Suez, well, I mean, you got the Houthis blowing crap up and all the other problems over there right now. So none of the, like, I think four out of the five shipping companies have stopped going through the Suez. So uh, now you got to go down you know, around Africa, um, which would add, you know, 50% or more to the, to the, to the, probably more um, to the total transit uh, time and, and distance. And so with, they're going to pass that along to everybody else. So like the shipping costs have probably doubled. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But we'll probably make that call sometime in April or May. So if I pick it up in uh, Thailand, which is an option, um, I'd go there this summer. And uh, uh, I would, you know, bounce around Thailand for a bit. And then, well, if I went west from Thailand, I go, I am the same exact problem, right? I, I go across the, the Indian Ocean and then I'm in the Suez and I'm not going through there. I get shot with a missile, who knows, or, you know, pirated, uh, or you go down around South Africa, which has its own problems. There's a really lot of long legs. Like I just, that just doesn't really, that just does not really appeal to me. 
to go down around South America or South Africa. So uh, what I would probably do is head south from Thailand down to Indonesia, go through Indonesia eastward. It's kind of the wrong way, but it's doable, I believe. If you go the right time of year, you can you can get favorable winds from going east, and then head over to the coast of Australia. You know, go down the coast of Australia, and then over to like uh, New Zealand, and then up from New Zealand, go up to like Fiji, and try to make my way east a little bit in the South Pacific. Uh, and then maybe once things calm down, eventually turn around and go back the other way. Uh, I mean, I guess technically could go the wrong way across the Atlantic, so uh, or the Pacific, I mean. And so if you don't know, I mean, like, you have the trade winds. So the reason people do circumnavigations and they travel westward around the world instead of east is because there's trade winds. So the winds around the equator, where the weather is generally warmer and generally nicer, uh, those winds are always east to west. Uh, it's just the Coriolis effect, you know, the way the earth spins. Um, so then those currents going westward, the wind going westward, as it, uh, it goes, as you go further north, it kind of bends north. And then you get up to the latitudes of like New York, um, or Washington state and stuff like that. And the trade winds turn around the other way and go west to east. Uh, so, uh, the problem is, so if you want to go across the Atlantic or the, or the Pacific, I mean, uh, so from say, I don't know, Fiji or something like that, you got to go like pretty far North. I mean, go up to Hawaii, right. From the, from, uh, I mean, I guess you could beat into it for a month and a half going straight into the wind and waves, but that'd be a, a miserable, but you just go up to Hawaii, which is like 2000 miles from the nearest other Island group. And then from there you'd go up to, uh, like Alaska basically, and then down. Um, so you're talking like 4,000 miles just to do that, uh, which I don't know. I just doesn't really appeal to me. So we'll see. All right. So, uh, I got those first little topics out of the way there. I'm sure some of the questions will be, uh, asked again. So I don't, I, I'll, if we get to those questions and you ask a similar question, I'll get back to it. But what this is, this is the sailing doodles podcast and I answer the questions from all of our patrons. So I make a paste on post on Patreon asking, ask me anything. And, uh, so, uh, I answer the question. So if you would like to have your questions answered on a future podcast, uh, go to patreon.com slash sailing doodles, sign up as a patron, uh, for as little as a few dollars a month and, uh, you get your question answered on the next one. So I'm going to, so I'm going to start at the top of the list here, Steven, um, uh, who's been a member since February of 2020. How do you manage to keep coming up with such amazing crew members? Uh, it's hard, honestly. Uh, so Amanda, I've known for uh, pre-Sailing Doodles. We met at a, a concert in Dallas, uh, man, 2000, summer of 2016. And then we kept in touch. And then she sailed with me for a little bit of season one. We've kept in touch over the years. And now she's back. Uh, you know, uh, so I guess going back, uh, like, so, uh, 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 man, I got to think of who all I've sailed with. Stephanie, I met in a bar in Thailand, uh, and then we had the two, we had, uh, uh, Megan and Floor with us for a couple months. Uh, we met, uh, it was a, I believe it was Workaway. It's a backpacking website. Um, so they kind of work in exchange for room and board. Um, and then before that was what Taylor, uh, Taylor met her on Instagram. Sure. She, she was trying to start her own channel and I reached out cause I was looking for somebody that had some experience in that. And so met her there. 
uh, before that would have been, I guess, uh, Laura. Uh, we have a common friend uh, that put us in touch. And then Megan, we had we were in, we were acquaintances in Dallas. So that's mostly how. Yeah, I mean, uh, most of the people I've sailed with, that's that's kind of the ways we've met. Um, all right, Brian Lindsay, what's up, man? I'll see you in the BBI member since July of twenty two. At the time of the question, Amanda wasn't back. How are her and her mother doing? Hopefully, we uh, hopefully well, and we will see you in the flotilla. Yeah. Um, so Amanda should be back either tomorrow or Sunday. Uh, I'm filming this on a Friday. I'll probably put this out on Saturday. So, uh, you know, depending on when Saturday, the, what is today? Today is uh, February 19th, uh, January 19th. So, uh, she's supposed to be back Saturday or Sunday. Her mom's doing better. She is going to need, need more care. Uh, you guys have been awesome. So she was in the live chat I did the other day and mentioned, <clears throat> sorry, that her costs are going to go up a lot because she takes care of her mom. She pays the bills on that. I obviously help with that. <clears throat> but uh, you guys were awesome and became patrons of hers to uh, kind of help her offset some costs because she needs like 40 hours a week now. She went, she had a 20-hour-a-week caretaker. Now she needs like 40 hours a week. Uh, and she's trying to get somebody to be like a full-time live-in with her mom. So, uh, But she's doing better, but she's still not able to like really take care of herself. So, All right, so next question. Uh, Nick from uh, member since Jan June of 23. Hey, Bobby, I really enjoy your channel and love living vicariously through your videos. My question for you is, do you have any plans to keep doing drawing for one patron cabin on future flotillas? I haven't won yet, but I'm excited to join you at some point in the future. Yes. So we're not doing one for this flotilla at the end of the month because, uh, the boat we're on is actually owned by a patron. So that patron is joining us. So this patron bought a boat and put it in the Navigar fleet. Uh, I've met him a couple times at boat shows. And so uh, when we were kind of trying to figure out what boat we were going to be on for that, you know, it was his boat. I'm like, oh, that's great. Why don't we just do that? And we can invite uh, our patron to um, to join us. His name's Abby. And I believe his wife's name's Jane or Jamie. I think Jane. Eh, if I got it wrong, I'd have to look it up. I'm sorry. But anyway, so you will see him and the flotilla. But yes, in future flotillas, we will continue to do uh, drawings for patrons. All right, David, uh, member since uh, December of 23. I've enjoyed your content since the beginning. Would like to see some of the content, mostly Sculpture Garden, but it's still blurred. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, looking forward to, to a video on that platform that treats adults as adults. Uh yeah, um, I'm not going to get too much into it right now, but we're working on that. So, uh, yeah, I love sailing and glad you're no longer on the dark side. Please keep up the great content. We are full-time RVers. Enjoy all of your adventures. I didn't know that the uh, uh, that the patron version still had that blurred. I thought I didn't put that blurred on there, but I'll go back and check. And if I didn't have it on there, I'll, I'll repost it to Patreon. But I thought there was a version. So what I normally do for the patron stuff and the channel member, uh, you can become a channel member on YouTube if you prefer to do that, um, is that when I post a video early, so like uh, the video that comes out Saturday, tomorrow, I posted it to patrons yesterday. And then I also... So that's posted on Patreon or or uh, channel memberships, and then in the description of that post on Patreon or or not in the description of the video, but the description of the 
the post on Patreon. It has a link to either the uncut version or for this last video, it was just uh, it was a whole day that we decided not to put in the main blog. So it's it's Amanda going around for ten or twenty minutes, and it's just doing that. So. Uh, you can check that out if, you, if you'd like. But yeah, that's what we normally do. I'll have to go back and check to see if the uncut version. So I, don't, I normally what I do is, is um, um, you know, I give you access to all the original footage. So if the vlog is 15 minutes long, we probably have 45 minutes to an hour's worth of raw footage that you get to see. Uh, we still don't show nudity, though. I mean, like, we're just not doing that. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Joe, uh, member since October of 22. Would you be s willing to share your float plan for the BBI? Just happen, we just happened to have a trip planned uh, then. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, so we uh, board the boats January 29th at Nanny Key. Uh, normally, you get on the boats about 4 in the afternoon. So we will go straight across to Norman Key, Norman Island. There's a Norman Key here in the Bahamas. Norman Island, that's home of uh, Willie T's and Pirate's Bite restaurant and resort, whatever. So we will hang out there that evening, probably do dinner and drinks on Willie T's or dinner on the boats. And then uh, the next morning, get up and go the Indians and snorkel there and then head over to Cooper Island where we will have dinner. Um, the next day, you can stop and um, snorkel or dive on the wreck of the Rhone and then head over to uh, uh, Virgin Gorda uh and then oh you know what yeah anyway we may do there's another place we may do instead of willie t's that first night because we'll be doing willie t's last night anyway I'll, I'll think about it um and then we'll go to virgin gorda you stop at the baths uh, have lunch and go visit the baths that day and then head inside the sound at virgin gorda and you can either do bitter end yacht club or uh um saber rock we did saber rock last time so we'll probably do bitter end yacht club this time from there depending on weather we would go to Anagata. Last time the wind was like 20, 25 knots out of the northeast, which would have been straight into it. It would have been really rough. So we didn't do that. Um, so hopefully go to Anagata, uh, do the lobster dinner there. And then back to Kane Garden Bay the next day on Tortola. Then the next day head over to uh, Jos Van Dyke and maybe have lunch at Foxy's Taboo. Go do uh, the afternoon at Saggy Dollar Bar. And then the evening end up at... Uh, um, uh, Great Harbor and go to Foxy's and then I believe we're getting and that might be uh, I think that's almost the last night so then the last night we'd head back down to Norman's Key Norman Island and do dinner at the Pirate's Bite uh, you know maybe some late night shenanigans at uh, Willie T's and then back to Nanny Key the next day so that's a, the plan for that DLA says uh, he's a member since January uh, oh just this month cool where are all the good scenes on Patreon that were blurred on YouTube? Well, it depends on what it is. If it's nudity, we're just not going to show it. I'm sorry. Um, that's just, we don't do that. Um, that's not, that's not what we're trying to do. Um, but, I mean, if it's like swearing and stuff like that, or we're just doing something drunk and stupid, yeah, I put that in there. Um, but nudity, we just don't put it on there. I mean, there's plenty of sites you can go see nudity. Uh, Mark asks... A uh, member of t from February of last year. Um, what has been the scariest and most dangerous things that happened to you off camera uh, on your journey? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing really scary has happened that we didn't film. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's been times 
when we didn't have a camera out and something happened real quick, but you know, like a storm coming through or something like that. But I think most everything we try, if it's kind of newsworthy, we try to report it. So not sure. Ed, a member since July of 21. Uh, you've done, you got the best, you've got the best future pretty much laid out. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 to 15 years still boating or on a land yacht exploring the drier part of the world? 10 or 15 years? I have no idea, man. Um, we'll see. Um, you know, we're bringing on crew to help off, you know, at, at, when we get to new boat to kind of take away some of the burden. I'd like to have more of a, I, we've got, I'm working on something. I'm, I can't talk about it right now. But I'd like it'll be out in the next couple months. Um, so that's I really can't talk about it right now. Um, so, uh, but I mean, I would like to eventually have more of a just kind of manage the networks, like you know, glamping doodles, sailing doodles, flying doodles, doodles podcast stuff like that, rather than be like, you know, the one maybe on camera or producing it. I'd be more of the manager, and then I have a few other ideas for other channels and stuff like that. I'd like to do something like that eventually. Um, and then I can travel as I want to and not have to film it. James, uh, member since uh, this month also. Uh, sounds great. I would love to go on charter for a week. Is it possible that you, on the new boat, uh, what would the cost be for one or two? Yeah, I mean, I might end up doing that. It depends on my finances. Uh, I've paid for most of the boat now, but I still owe some. I'm going to have to sell this boat, and I might have to sell my RV to help with it so i'd prefer not to still have to sell my rv but if i have to uh we'll see but yeah i i'm thinking about doing that like one week a month uh and it would be i mean it would be a premium i mean you know that boat would charter for 20 grand a week and i'm not i mean obviously that's you know that'd be for a four or five cabin boat mine is only have two cabins so but it'll be you know i mean it'll be relative to that so i, I it'd be you know, maybe it's going to be you know, if that boat for charters, if a boat like that would charter for 20, I might do something like half or something like that. I, I, or I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, we'll see. That's who knows. That's a little bit in the future. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. So we'll see. Uh, how is the work on the CAC going? Estimated delivery. Uh, that's from Ken Wade. I remember since September. Yeah, kind of answered that one already. Um, Schmoops. Uh, what's up, guys? Jen and Eric. Remember since December of 20. I think you're going to end up with a ton of people in queue to charter with you on the new boat. If that's the case, are you planning on setting on a booking site or becoming a formal charter or, or a formal charter? Could you balance that with your cruising and blogging? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty easy to uh, balance. There's a couple of replies to that. Uh, and maybe find, uh, Brian says, maybe find people that can captain the boat while he vlogs. Winner, winner. Yeah, no, probably not on that. Um, but, uh, uh, what do I mean? If I do it, what I would do is like, you can pick a place or a time, but not both. You can be like, I would like to sail with you in the BBI. I'd be like, all right, I will give you a month and a half's notice when we're going to be in the BBI, and then you can come down. Or you can be like, I want to sail with you February fifth for a week. I'd be like, all right, I will tell you January fifth where. Uh, it's just too hard to move around like that, and so, I mean, there's obviously some legal stuff like that, but probably not going to go through a booking site. I'll probably you know, set up something on my own um, that would be pretty easy to do. All right, Frank uh, asks, let's see here, remember since August of last year, like you, I'm a pilot after 16,000 hours, I uh, lost medical to many strokes. Oh man, I'm sorry. I purchased a 
40 foot sea ray and kept it in Key Largo for years. Do you miss flying? Well, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're recovering. Um, I know what it's like to use medical, but hey, you know what? When it happened to me, it was the best thing that ever happened. Um, but I hope you're doing all right. Uh, do I miss flying professionally? No. I miss having my own airplane. Um, when I started this, I had a, well, not when I started this, I sold it, but uh, uh, when I had, when I lost my medical, I owned a turbo twin Comanche. Um, so I had to sell that. I really enjoyed ha uh, just being able to take that wherever I wanted to go. It was really nice. Um, so I do miss owning my own airplane. I mean, maybe that happens in 10 or 20 years, 10 or 15 years again. I, I just, number one, just can't afford it right now. Um, it's really expensive and I wouldn't use it even if I did. And then I would still have to get my medical back, which I don't know. Um, I'd maybe see if I can get in it because I don't qualify. If, if I had a medical, I could just get the basic med and I'm great. But because I don't have a current medical, I don't qualify for basic med. So, and, and cause I had to surrender my other one. I don't know. Maybe they would make an exception and you know, I don't know, but we'll see. I'm not gonna worry about that right now. Cause that's way far off. Curtis member since January this month. All right. Some new patrons on here. Uh, the ladies who appear on your boat, do they find you or do you find them? Is, uh, is it, they look hot in a bikini or outgoing personality because not all have been like, not all have both like Amanda. Well, I kind of answered how I found them, but yeah, I mean, I mean, if the video didn't have a good looking thumbnail, probably nobody would watch, right? You can make the best video in the world. And if it doesn't have a great thumbnail, then nobody's gonna watch. Like I, the most recent video, I just changed the thumbnail today. Um, like, so that last video came out on Wednesday. Today's Friday. I was like, man, the, the, the view duration is good. It, and it says looking good. This video has your average views, some, but even though the click through ratio isn't as high. So that means like, uh, you know, more, and it's actually getting to a few new people, but the click through ratio on the thumbnail wasn't good. So I just changed the thumbnail today and now it's up. The views are up more than 50% since I changed the, the video, uh, the, the thumbnail. So, you know, it's all about that click through ratio and view duration. So, um, but yeah, so, but if it doesn't have a thumb, good looking thumbnail, nobody's going to watch. Uh, all right. Same Curtis as you and Amanda would make a great, would make great, uh, pure touring vlogs of cities and places you visit ever, uh, consider more of that to expand your channel viewership variety. Thanks. Bobby, you rock. Well, yeah, we've kind of talked about that with Amanda. So Amanda has her channel. You can check out Amanda Zachary, Z-A-K-R-I. And maybe that's what we're going to do with her channel is, uh, you know, the sailing life and that with her channel. And then we'll do more of the in-depth, you know, places we go on her channel type thing. So that's kind of the, maybe we'll see how that goes. All right, Michael, Tenno, uh, Michael. Uh, remember since July of last year, hi, longtime boater who seconds what Curtis says above. Will Amanda entertain having other ladies on board to embellish excitement on board? Yeah, we're actually looking. Um, so, uh, we are looking for right now for a, a girl to join us. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then maybe full-time crew when we get the new boat. Um, it's hard to find people that can just get up and leave. And I had, you know, I had people lined up to come and then they flake out and then whatever. And it's, I've always, and I've been trying to do a, I actually finally talked to a few other, got and emailed back and forth with a few other creators and then they kind of flaked out last minute. But I've been trying to find like some van life people that come down and just kind of do a collab and video with this, but I don't know, it hasn't really worked. But it's hard, I don't know why. I mean, it would be great for them. Like this one girl we were looking at, she had 150,000 subscribers of van lifing 
and she's real pretty and everything. I'm like, come on, make a video with us, and then we, you can film one of your episodes on on the boat, and there you go, and you'll you know you'll get you know access to another six hundred and forty thousand. And she's like, ah, you know, I don't really want to have. I, it's like, yeah, it's kind of inconvenient. I don't want to like leave my van somewhere. I'm like, okay, you don't want to make. I mean, you could really enhance your career. Anyway, so I don't know why it's hard to find people that. I mean, that's you know, I, I have, and maybe that's why Sailing Doodles does so well compared to other channels that started even before me is that from day one, I looked at this, well, maybe not from day one. I think maybe a few months in, I looked into it like, man, this could really be something. Um, so I took it seriously as a business from day one. Like I post twice. Well, there has been times when I've only posted, like in the beginning, I only posted once a week because it took me so long to edit a video. Um, you know, it takes 17, 20 hours to edit one video. Now I've done two videos a week for like three or four years, every without fail. I, I two videos a week. I mean, I, I occasionally I'll be like four times a year. I'll have to like delay a video released by one day because I wasn't finished. But for the past three or four years, other than that, um, I every time. And so I, I, I treat it as a as a as a full time job. It's the best job on the planet. It is, but it's still a job. You've actually seen a lot of creators in the past month, some big names like uh, uh, who, uh, oh, Maddie, Matt Hoppy. Um, who else is there's a, oh man, I'm so bad about remembering names of people I follow on YouTube. Uh, not just, it's like uh, Tom, Tom Scott. No, Tom, yeah, he's retiring from you. He's only like, you know, he's my age, and but he's been doing this a lot longer. And they have a lot, and then like food theory guys retiring from YouTube and all that. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, great, here comes a guy. I hate these guys. Just go right through the mooring field, like these little speedboats. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to get awake. Anyway, uh, they're all retiring, so I'm not doing that anytime soon. I mean, like, there's no way I could. And I, you know, those guys, those guys all have like some of their channels have 10, 15 million subscribers and like, okay, if you have 10 or 15 million subscribers, you probably make them making a lot of money for a long time. You can probably afford to retire. I cannot do that. Uh, I'd run out of money pretty quick. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where was I? Uh, okay. Jason, uh, member since uh, this month. Thank you. New, new patrons. Looking for your advice, expertise, what's a good, cheap, fun island around the Bahamas? I know you've brought it up before. Some islands are very affordable. Thanks. Uh, man, good, cheap islands in the Bahamas? Uh, that's an oxymoron. Uh, cheap islands in the Bahamas, definitely not a thing. Uh, you know, if you're just looking to go cruise around, I mean, the Abacos is pretty good. There's a lot of fun bars and restaurants and all that stuff to go to. Um I was really impressed with Chub Key. We were there over New Year's. It was relatively not expensive compared to a lot of the rest of the Bahamas. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the Abacos or something like that would be pretty easy to get to, um, or like Chub Key in the Barry Islands. But everything is pretty expensive here. Tony, a member since uh, November of last year. What is there? What is there to consider for health insurance with this lifestyle, constantly traveling to new places? So. I do have health insurance. It's relatively, relatively cheap. Uh, and I have a high deductible. I think it's like $5,000 or something. Um, but it only covers me in the U.S. for like 60 days. So like I'm here, if I'm outside anywhere, I'm, you know, I'm fine. But in the U.S., it only covers me for 60 days. So like, I guess if I'm hospitalized for more than 60 days or something like that, it like, well, you're done. Um, 
So that's kind of a downside, but I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, probably in the next few years, I'll I'll be doing I'll be looking for something more substantial because I'll be getting up there in age, you know, and maybe I can afford it at that time too. I don't know. We'll see. But like that's the problem right now is that all my every every disposable income right now is going towards the boat. So like my bank account is pretty bare at the moment. So thank you patrons for helping out. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was a painful wire I had to send the other day towards my boat. Uh, but, uh, hopefully, um, you know, the boat does well and it sells a lot. And if you guys are interested in buying an Island Spirit 525, please make sure you use my name when you sign up to get information about it because I do, I do, uh, get something in return. So I'd appreciate it. Uh, all right, Glenn Goodall. Uh, you guys have been members since March of 22. I know it's a husband and wife couple there. Uh, having written this with Amanda back in Dallas, if she's back before you answer these questions, if she, if she is not, or if she will be back, what was saying? And have you two talked about your future together? Okay, have we talked about our future together? Like a home in Dallas with a couple mini human doodles, uh, or a home by the sea with a dock, uh, or just keep boating, just being nosy. Uh, to disregard uh, question, if you you two look great together, long time we long time may it continue. We have high hopes, Glenn and Jackie. Um, well, thanks guys. Yeah, I mean we're we're definitely dating. I mean like we, I, I mean we're kind of on the same page with everything as far as like a home in Dallas. I mean probably not. Uh, 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 I think we're more of the vagabond types. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe eventually or something, but like probably not Dallas though. Um, eh, I need to be by water or a mountain. Uh, mini human doodles. Eh, you know, maybe we'll see, see how things go, but I don't know. I mean, we only been dating for about three months. I mean, like we are very much into each other and um, enjoy each other very much. And, um, and so, I mean, we're, you know, exclusively dating and, you know, we love each other and everything. So it's, it, I mean, we plan to have a future together. Um, but you know, I'm not going to get it. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to talk about kids and all that stuff right now. Um, uh, William a member since October of 21. Thank you, sir. Hi, Bobby. Totally rando question here, but you ask, but you ask, say, ask anything. So here you be. Uh, there was a video not long ago where you got the anchor hung up on something and appeared to jump in naked, untangle it. Was the nakedness intentional? And if so, what was the reason? Maybe it was simple. You didn't have to put on swimming trunks. Uh, doubt is a safer way. Well, yeah, so we were in um, uh, we were in Thailand, and we had to go clear a line under the anchor. We were about to go in for dinner, so I still I had on I didn't have on swim trunks. And all right, sorry, my camera overheated there because I think I had that charger on it, and so it was charging and trying to record at the same time. So yeah, battery went down. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we were jumping in the water. Uh, I just had regular clothes on and I wanted to hurry up and do it. And I'm going to have to like go find a suit and all that. So I just jumped naked in. Yeah, sometimes the easiest way. And then hose off, dry off, and then good, good to go. All right. Keith asks, um, remember since August? Have you always been comfortable in front of the camera? Or was there a big adjustment? Yeah, I'm not normally one to enjoy being on camera. Uh, Right now, I've been so long doing that that I gotta like relight my cigar. Uh, uh, yeah, it was an adjustment. I, it's not what I would prefer to do, but it is what it is, you know. And I always get annoyed by like actors and stuff that, uh, you know, they're like, ah, I just 
you know, I don't want to be in the, you know, in the public eye. I'm like, you chose that profession. So like, I, I don't get mad when people recognize it's part of the job. All right. Uh, Tigger? T Tigar? I don't know. Remember since March of 19. Thanks. It's been a long time. Uh, let's see here, Bobby, when you are sailing all these fun places and required to have some type of captain's license, are you required to have some kind of captain's license? If so, where would a person go to take classes? Well, uh, in the U.S. and the Caribbean, no. Uh, but in Europe and Asia, yes. You're allowed to have, um, or required to have some kind of certificate from either like ASA Works or RYA or IYT is what I have. Um, you can go to school for it. So Island Spirit, groupislandspirit.com. They have a sailing school in Thailand. You can take a zero to hero class, you know, some no boating knowledge to being able to charter a boat or captain a boat. Uh, takes about, I think it's a 10 day class. Um, so you can do that. And then for, you don't want to leave the U.S., you have ASA. I think you need 101, 103, and 104 um, to get your uh, captain certificate there for ASA. Um, but yeah, so you can do that. Uh, most you can find an ASA courses in the U.S. anywhere. Uh, all right, Steve. Member since February of twenty one. Thank you. Uh, have seen a few fully electric catamans on YouTube that did not have any sails. The major drawback was that if anything happened to the electrical system, they were essentially dead in the water. How do you come to choose a yacht with a combination of sails and electric motors versus the electric power catamarans? How much? solar power will you have okay there's one thing that really annoys me about those boats is that yeah they say they have essentially unlimited range that's total bs they do not have unlimited range so my boat so just take the sails out of the equation my boat has 35 kilowatt i'm sorry has 210 kilowatts of lithium batteries the motors will pull about 30 to 35 call it 35 kilowatts of power when when they're being used so you do the math on that so basically you have six six hours to you know if you, if you want to go slower you know you can bring it back probably do 25 kilowatts then you're looking at more like you know eight hours so six eight hours um just fully electric on the motor uh without the generator and most of those boats like the silent yachts and uh the sun reef don't even have that much lithium. I think they have like 150 kilowatts, maybe 200 kilowatts of lithium batteries. And they are bigger boats. Um, so they're probably requiring more than 30 or 35 kilowatts of power to move the boat. So if you do the math on that, those boats only have a totally fully electric range of five hours, maybe something like that. But they're saying they have unlimited range because they have solar power. They have 10,000 watts of solar. Okay, you do the math. That 10,000 watts of solar will, prepare your, will propel your boat for 15 or 20 minutes of an hour. And then the rest you have to be using battery. So, like, maybe they could extend their range, you know, by a couple hours by using solar. But, you know, those it's totally BS. And they say they have a backup generator as a range extender. That's how they, you know, it, yeah, it, it's all crap. It's, you know, it's a hybrid electric boat just like mine, and they're trying, I, I think they're trying to, like, I don't know, I don't like how they're kind of misleading people. Yes, it's nice having an electric boat. Your maintenance costs are a lot less. 
you know, it, there's a lot of other considerations there that are, that are nice. And it is nice being able to just not have the engines on and still be underway. But you're not, yeah, but th that's kind of the issue there that I have with people like trying to portray electric boats and catamarans. Yeah, so even those electric cats uh, have a generator. All of them have a generator. They're not totally solar. So that's their backup system is that they can power their motors just like I can um, with the diesel generator should they not have enough solar or electric or should there be a problem. So that's that's how they do that. All right, Richard Campos, there, let's see here. Remember since 2020, April. Thank you. If you're, you're not interested in doing shorts, so how many, so how about letting Amanda do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, Amanda's kind of doing her own thing there. So check out Amanda Zachary. She's got basically got a full-time job doing that because, you know, she's starting out, so editing is a lot harder and lengthier for her. So she, I don't think she'd have time to do it, so... And Richard also asks, the new boat is looking good, a lot of space, uh, how many rooms, and are you going to give a date when it'll be completed? So I already talked about the date, hopefully in March, definitely in April. Uh, uh, so it's going to have three cabins. Uh, on one side, the, the guest side, it'll have two fairly large staterooms, and each have their own private head. Uh, and then up forward to that, it'll be a four-peak for storage. You could, you could. Um, put another cabin in that, that four peak for like a crew cabin on my side, it's going to be a three cabin design. No, sorry. One cabin plus one head and then an office. So the aft cabin will be considerably bigger. It'll have a firm, like a, a head that's at least double the size of the other cabins heads. And then forward to that, will be an office. And so that'll be that. And then I will have a four peak ahead of that, which again will be storage. Now, if you were to make it a, you know, put it in charter or something like that. You'd probably want to do the four or five cabin. You could even do six, but do the five cabin. And then, I mean, that boat will charter for 20 grand. And then you put a four peak in there. That's got one cabin, like maybe one side's a, a cabin and one side's a head. So that way, you know, if you got a crude charter that the captain can do that. All right. The mad Greek member since March of 21. Hey, Bobby, it seems uh, release of the uncut blogs has been spotty lately. Uh, true statement, or am I missing something? Enjoying the behind-the-scenes view of the uncut that the uncut offers. I know it takes time. Please maybe provide me some insight. Thanks for all you do, Ted. Yeah, I try to do it for every video. The problem is bandwidth. Um, so, like, I'm uploading to YouTube a 15-minute video. That's probably 5 gigs. And if the uncut footage is 120 minutes, you know, you're looking at 15 gigs of data and yeah, I have Starlink, but it still takes me two hours or sometimes to upload that five gigs because Starlink up download is amazing. It's 200 megabits a second. Upload is like 10, 10 to 15 on a great day, mostly 10. And so that's the problem uh, is that finding that bandwidth and electricity, right? So that means if I'm gonna sit there and upload that other video for four hours, I gotta keep my computer on, I gotta keep the inverter on, I gotta do all that, so it's just power. And so I try to do it as much as I can, but sometimes it's just not real convenient. But, uh, and so there you go. Aaron, uh, member since uh, December of 22. Any word on your motorcycle sidecar? Yeah, I finally got it back. Last time I went to Dallas for Christmas, I was able to go pick it up and took it to my storage. Uh, so we're planning to get in the RV again in February, February for about two months. And so we'll be cruising around with that. 
so I have a Ural um, side, uh, but the gear up was wheel up, gear up, gear up. Um, so it's a motorcycle with a sidecar. Uh, it's it was actually Russian made. Uh, you know, I bought it before all the Russia crap went going on, but um, uh, Russian made, and they had a recall on the wheels. The wheels were you know spoke wheels, and they were basically disintegrating. So Russian parts were extremely hard to get. So there was a very long recall that took eight, nine months to get all the parts in, but I finally have it back, uh, which is not, but I mean, it was a 2014 motorcycle and you're all paid for the recall. I didn't have to pay for it, which was nice. So there you go. I asked the company that did the work. I'm like, can I just defer the, the recall until, you know, you get the parts in? And they're like, man, I wouldn't. Cause he's, I mean, he's seeing them just disintegrating. If you don't want a wheel disintegrating on the highway. So there you go. That's, I mean, so if they did, if, if a manufacturer does a recall on a, vehicle that's like nine years old you know it's pretty serious recall all right uh maxime member since september of 18 wow the longest one yet here today thank you september 18 appreciate it howdy captain bobby do you use indie filters on your new osmo pocket three also, do you use D-Log M or simply the normal color profile? I'm curious to know since I might get one this year. Enjoying, and thanks again for sharing your adventure in the sun. Here is here it's cold and gray in Montreal and about minus 17C. Oof. Can't wait for summer, man. Yeah, that big cold front that came through. Um, so uh, I didn't get the ND filters. I thought they came with the creator pack, but they didn't. Um, and then I haven't been home and, or, and able to get them. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm maybe, maybe not going to even use them. I just use a standard color profile. I've never been much of a color grading guy. I know some people do, but like, I don't know. I just don't want to, I mean, <clears throat> you know, that would add another hour or two of color grading and, and it's already time consuming. And yeah, if I'm making a full length feature film or something, okay, sure. I'll color grade, but the color is actually pretty good in this camera. I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, so what he's saying is D log. It basically shoots in a very, uh, flat, um, color projection on the, on the, on the video, but it captures everything. So you can go back and post and like highlight the colors you want and make it really pop in certain areas, or you can make it look how you want. And there's a lot more colors in there that you can, then you can, um, then you can adjust, uh, then just what I'm recording right here. It's just an extra step that goes through and like, okay, it's a 15 minute YouTube video. I'm not, you know, maybe I don't, I don't think, I don't think people are gonna be like, wow, look at the color on this thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch more of his videos just cause he color grades it anyway. Um, and then with the ND filters, I have used them on several cameras. The only problem is with the ND filters on that, this camera, they're little magnetic clip-ons. So when you turn the Osmo off, the, the lens like kind of folds up in itself and like puts itself away. If you have a, if you have the ND filter on there, it, it won't close all the way. And so I'm kind of like, I just don't want to have to deal with that because, you know, turning this camera on and off all the time. Yeah, sure. If I'm, if I knew, I might get them and just use them on special occasions. So what an ND filter does is, I mean, I'm dumbing it down here, but it uh, puts a dark, you know, it makes the outside, so in a very bright light, it makes everything a little bit darker. It's kind of like sunglasses for your camera. So what that does is that lets the aperture, so like the the little, I don't know, the pupil, I guess you'd call it, of the camera to open up wider to get 
more depth of field. And so you have more uh, like there's a bigger difference between like I'm in focus here and then the mountain or the whatever the island behind me is, you know, there's a it's much fuzzier. It's kind of like portrait mode on your on your iPhone. And so it does that with an ND filter. And yeah, I use them on some cameras, but this one, no, this goes kind of a pain. And let's see here, did I miss anything else? Uh, but this thing so far, I really love it. I'm having a little problem with it now. Like um, it's supposed to just like track any face, but it hasn't been doing that, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Daryl Sailor, that's a good last name for a uh, sailor. Uh, let's see here, never since September. <clears throat> I was wondering, I've noticed that Amanda seems to hide herself when she is topless. <laughs> and I have asked a few people that have said you have said no nudity in your videos, but others have said there has been some. Mm. I'm asking only about the patron videos you post that I've recently watched. I understand that you can post, can't post video on YouTube videos as uh, the loss of income in that way. But private um, videos on Patreon uh, should be able to show nudity. If I understand the rules that way, I mean, yeah, I think you can show nudity on Patreon. It's just a decision I made a long time ago not to do. Um, we've not, we've shown implied nudity or like covered up nudity or blurred nudity, but like never actually any full on, you know, nudity. Um, and don't plan on doing that. I know uh, like, uh, uh, you know, Amanda's like, she takes some pictures and puts it on, on her Patreon, but I mean, again, it's, it might be implied nudity, but it's not full nudity. You're not going to get that. So that's just a decision we made a long time ago. I made a long time ago. And, you know, I feel like, you know, it, it might generate a lot of income in the short term. Um, hey, maybe if we get strapped for cash someday, maybe we have to do it. But I think in the long run, it's better to keep things a little bit, um, I don't want to say classy or whatever, but just a little bit more conservative. I think I think the long-term health of the channel is better. There are some channels that do more nudity. I mean, like I mean, even Delos back in the day, they never actually showed nudity. I don't think they even. I don't. I don't know. I haven't been a patron of theirs. I don't think they even showed nudity on their Patreon. Maybe they did. I don't know. You guys tell me in the comments. But I don't think they did either. There was a lot of naked people around, but they just kind of filmed around it. Um. All right, Nathaniel, a uh, member since July. Have you ever made it up to Kennedy Space Center to watch a rocket launch from the water? If not, I'd like to invite you up for one. Right, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, I have seen several launches when I was in the Abacos. Freaked me out the first time I saw it. We may not, we may or may not have been pretty inebriated, but we're like, what the heck is this? Is aliens? I had no idea what it was. And then, yeah, so. But no, that'd be kind of cool one day to do. Uh, Mark, um, member since February of last year. Oh, just a couple more left now. The way things have changed on YouTube, has it taken away from your enjoyment and livelihood for the channel? Um, maybe. I mean, definitely the, uh, the revenue is down con compared to what it was two years ago. But I mean, I think that's a lot of COVID too. And like we saw a huge boost because like nobody had anything better to do than watch YouTube videos. Uh, I don't like like I, said, I don't like how shorts have changed things. Um, you know, long form content is not as, I don't know, it's not promoted as much. Uh, that does annoy me. I think that's, I think it's very short sighted. I think, I think that probably hurts YouTube too. I mean, if everybody's watching shorts, those are, those things are monetized at nothing like seven cents 
no, not even less than a, I don't remember what it is. It's something stupid, small, but like not even a penny per thousand views, or maybe it's like seven cents per thousand. I think it's like seven, seven cents per thousand views on shorts. I think it's something like that. No, actually I think it's over 10 cents now, but you do the math on that. That's crazy. I mean, like you get a million views, you make a hundred dollars. That's stupid. Um, and so like YouTube can't be making money on that if I'm not making money on it because they got to split it with them. So I think that's short-sighted on their part. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, obviously I'm trying to keep up with the times and stuff, but we'll see. All right. Next to last one, Bob, a uh, member since December of 21. Our old Sundancer with twin 454s had carburetors on them. Is, uh, yeah, mine are EFI. Is yours new enough to have EFI? Yes. Electronic fuel injection. Um, also, had any nifty, I had a nifty fuel monitor that showed instant fuel usage. Uh, something for the new owner to install, I suppose. Um, it allowed us to trim the boat for optimum mileage. Yeah, I would love to get a, I think they even have Bluetooth ones now that you just like, I don't know exactly how they work, but I think you can even hook them up over the fuel line, existing fuel line, and they kind of read through it and everything, and the Bluetooth and you can see it. Um, I don't know how that works because a lot of times you get fuel returns. I'm not sure if that works on this. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but it'd be interesting to see. Uh, so yeah, I would like to get uh, engine monitors on there. I mean, it doesn't I mean um, uh, fuel flow monitors on there. All right, and last but certainly not least, Greg Romero, thank you for being such an awesome patron since March of 22. What are your thoughts on Eurocoop? Eurocoop? For, oh, Euro, Eurocoop? Is that the, on the Eurocoop for just putting around airplane, been looking at them. I, not, I know I've heard of them. I don't, I don't know if enough about them. I really don't. I think I've seen one. I've never flown one. I don't know much about it, so I wouldn't be able to comment on it. But anyway, sorry. Sorry, Greg. Wish I got a better answer for you. Uh, you I think you sold your Bonanza, right? So, uh, all right. My voice is about gone now. Been thinking. You know, I don't know how long it's been since I had to restart the camera. But thank you guys for tuning in. If you would like your questions answered on the next uh, Ask Me Anything, uh, please go to patreon.com slash sailingdoodle, sign up, become a patron, and I will answer your question in the next video or become a channel member. Uh, and then what else we got here? Uh, I guess that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, yeah. If you would, do me a favor. Check out uh, and subscribe or on a couple different platforms or whatever you want to do. If you do audio podcasts, Will you check out the Sailing Doodles podcast on whatever audio podcast you get, subscribe or whatever, just to kind of boost us in the ratings on those. Because um, our videos, I think our podcasts are only getting like a couple thousand listens um, each on there. It'd be nice to kind of grow that a little. So thank you guys for watching. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. And uh, cheers to you.